taking care of reels, the line, fishing soft tackles. Ooh, fishing soft tackles. Okay. Fishing soft uh, tackles is for old ass bitches. <laughs> are, are you being serious right now? Fuck yes. Motherfucker. I ain't got a don't, soft tackle in my box. You ain't gonna don't see ever, that soft ass ever shit. leave the state of Colorado. Three, <laughs> two, one. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys went good on that one. All right, here we are. Another podcast ready to go. I just cut everybody off and got them moving. Hi, Rob. Hi, Stephen. Scotty, BJ. BJ's here with us. He's no longer sick. What up? It's about time you get your sick ass back in here. Get your shit straight. Oh, dude, my whole family's been dealing with it, so. Yeah. Sounds like to me they all need to drink more Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, his kids <laughs> definitely yes. need to drink more Jack. Hey, laugh all you want. My grandmother used to pour a little bit of Jack Daniels, a little bit of sugar, lemon, squeeze it in there, mix it all up, and we used to have to drink it. That's called that a hot explains- toddy. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, that's a hot toddy. Hot toddy, yeah. You know, and I was like four. We used it for when I was like teething and stuff like that. And then like I got a cold, you drink it down. With a little bit of milk of magnesia mixed in with it, it was great. Ooh, milk of yeah. ma- did you know milk of magnesia is a laxative? Yes, I know that's because okay. uh, that, you you would shit the cold out. Okay, yeah. mm, here's 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 how out. we're going to start this podcast. That's I'm going to tell science. you guys a great story. <laughs> so, what you got, Stephen? We were fishing Navajo Lake. This was probably I don't know, probably fifteen fifteen years ago. Me, uh, my uncle, and one of his buddies. Okay. Now, the thing about his buddy is he does not like to use the bathroom when he's out in the field. Okay. Right. So he's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm out of, uh, he ran out of a modium. So me being the fucking rocket scientist I am, I'm like, dude, chill out. I'll go to Abe's. I'll find something for your stomach that, that you'll be fine. You won't, you know, you won't shit. You won't do anything. So he's like, all right, I trust you. I come back with a bottle of milk of magnesia. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he drinks it, and guess what happens after that? <laughs> he shit his Party time. Yeah, the f- floodgates <laughs> open. He did not go night fishing with us that night. <laughs> Dude, he was that's... very angry with me the next day. <laughs> Dude, that kind of happened with me. I had two clients one time, and uh, we were at Bartles Lakes, and I was rowing them around. We are catching all these fish, and they had brought dried apricots, and I was like, oh, dude, I'll take a couple of them. So, like, man, I'm eating a few of them, row a little bit, eat a few minutes, and then, like, about mid-afternoon, I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, I got to shit now. Dude, I'm, like, rowing as fast as I can to the bank, running up the hill, hand over my ass. I'm like, I'm going to shit my pants with clients in the boat right now. I'm going to have to throw my fucking underwear away, dude. It's just that bad. I get up there by the bushes and just unload nothing but dried-ass apricots, dude, all over the trees. Come back down. They were like, you all right, dude? And I said, no, we're going to have to wrap this guy trip up because I – I, I just shit all over myself, dude. That but was great. I did. I didn't shit all myself, but it, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad, actually. Oh god, so. that is so good. <laughs> I know. So there. So there you go. First, first three minutes, people. And this is this is the entertainment you're getting. Yes. Hopefully, wow. you paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't forget to hit subscribe, rate, review, please. Thank you. <laughs> It's a shitty podcast, literally. You would not believe how they started this podcast. 
Steve poisoned his friend, and then Rob poisoned himself. <laughs> they all died, but that's cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's great. What's up, boys? Who's uh? Okay, so let's start with who's been, who's been. F- okay, shortest answer. Who hasn't been fishing? Me. Okay. Now. That <laughs> a boy, Steve. Way to keep it real, son. Yeah. Hey, man. You know it's poor uh, kid. You know what? After these stories of shit, I want to get right into this. So this podcast is brought to you by 5280 Angler. <laughs> if you're searching for expert guides and fly fishing fun uh, on the front range, be sure to check out 5280 Angler. Whether you're looking to sharpen your skills on the South Platte, plan the perfect date, or host the ultimate party on the water, 5280 Angler has your trip covered. The guides at 5280... Have the passion, the skill, and the experience to serve you. Find web specials at 5280angler.com and check out recent trip pics on Facebook and Instagram at 5280angler. 5280angler is passionate about service and wild about fish. Thanks, Jay, for uh, setting that up right after our shitty talk. Yes. <laughs> and, one, and one of 5280's locations is Bartle Lakes that Rob is talking about. That's exactly right. Look for my shit on the southwest side. <laughs> yeah, it's probably still there, orange as hell too. On on top yeah. of Old Smoky, all covered Literally. with cheese. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. Can I, laughs> I'm sure they love us. I know. I know. Actually, I know, I know they love us. It didn't matter what we talk about; they love us. <laughs> I love them. A couple, too, so. a couple of them do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of that, um, Jesus, should we make an announcement about that or no? Um, do, you, do you think we ought to kind of keep them interested? We've got something special coming down the pipe the first part of April. Ooh. You guys stay tuned for dun, it. Dun, dun. Yes, it's going to be fun times. Had by it's, all. It's, yeah, it's three quarters dialed in. Three quarters. <laughs> no, it's dialed in, dude. We're I bought plane tickets. We're working oh, on oh, oh, yeah, you're right. It's three quarters dialed in. Scott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need one more plane ticket to be completely dialed Which yes. one of these kids are doing their own thing? BJ, get on the train. <laughs> that is from the album I Shit in the Woods by Rob Green. <laughs> yeah. I heard, I heard that off Sesame Street when I was in fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> I pooped in the woods. Was that... <laughs> Was that before or after the Jack Daniels concoction for your set? Uh, dude, both of them mixed together. You get it coming from both ends. You you that's actually also, yeah. that's also the last year you passed a spelling test. <laughs> spelling. <laughs> yeah, that's what autocorrects yeah. for. <laughs> so any any new parents out there, just remember this is what happens when you give your four year olds whiskey. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> a hot toddy. <laughs> with honey and sugar and some lemon mixed up in there. Uh-huh, it's damn good shit. Uh, man. <laughs> A.K.A. Yeah. Kentucky Tussin. No, 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 no. We ain't got no time for that damn Yankee shit, dude. It's Tennessee, baby. Ooh, Tennessee Tennessee Tussin rolls off the tongue even better. You damn straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So you guys, I used to you put guys... crown on the kids' gums when they were teething. See? Yeah, See? Scotty, no. It calms them right down. Mm-hmm. Scotty knows. Okay, so you guys go ahead and fight. Who's starting? Who fished the least? Let's do that. All right, BJ, you're up then. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You win. I win. Yeah, so I got out uh, Sunday for about three hours brook trout fishing. 
up in the mountains locally. So it's first time I actually, no, second time I got out this year, first fish I caught all year. So I and hadn't been. That was a great one to start with. Yeah. That I was a pretty doing, fish. And I haven't done a lot of brookie fishing since probably last year in the spring. And, you know, last fall I kind of leave them alone because they're spawning up in the mountains. And I don't know. Winter's been hit or miss. We've had so much rain the past year that that was probably where I should have been fishing. That's probably the only streams that were fishable was up high. So I but wish you could have found a pretty place to go fish. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you wait. Wait till I get back up here in the spring and everything starts blooming. <laughs> Dude, that was crazy. I'm looking at those pictures just going, man, that's tight, but it's freaking gorgeous. Yeah. And those hey. fish are pretty hot looking too. You know the best part of it, Scott? I didn't see another human being all day. Oh, I love that. Uh, Rob would be going out of his mind. but I would be like, heaven. screw this place. <laughs> Dude, Rob I miss. Like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I need a megaphone so people can actually hear me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I miss. Pay attention to me. <laughs> pick me, pick me. Dude, I miss the rhododendrons and mountain laurels, BJ. God, Say that again. Yeah. Rhoda what? Rhododendrons and the mountain. Uh, there's laurels. no M in rhododendron. <laughs> rhododendron. Mm's. Mm's. Men, men, rhododendron. There's an M in it. Yeah, it, when you say it, there is. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up the spelling. That's it. Yeah. It's I R-H. Missed that. Look it up that way. Rhododendrons. There's a Z in it. There's a rhododendrons, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Dude. Well, Dane dude, it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did. Yeah, well, I forgot I forgot how much fun them little fish are, man. I mean, did you catch it on a dry? No. Uh, hell no. Too, man. Yeah. No, I mean, it was 25 degrees and windier than hell, and I didn't see any fish eating anything off the top up there so no size 18 uh hairs ear on a jig hook actually mm. yeah pretty much the whole time tight lining up in that little stream on my seven and a half foot three weight so hairs ears and pts are always just great great early oh, yeah. season flies yep i did uh i had a black pheasant tail on for a while too cut a couple on that so Man, you know, uh, hey, BJ, I meant to show you this uh, jig fly. It's called a redneck. Have you ever heard of that one? I'm being totally serious. It's not anything after me, but have you heard of that fly? (laughs) I think you have told me about that fly before. Dude, that thing slays, man, about a size 16 to 18. I'm going to send the pattern over to you once we're done, dude. It's it's a really kick-ass pattern, dude. I think you would like it because it's like a hare's ear, except for under the bead. They wrap like a super orangish red underneath of it. And it is money, son. It's money. And it's a tungsten uh, bead head. So mm-hmm. I have to send it to you. You'll like it. You'll like it. Very I will nice. tie some up. Yeah. See, I, that's fly tying stuff that we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That counts. <laughs> yeah. After, yes. after <laughs> I, I will tie some up after I get my vice fixed. So. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that does Man, that's one thing I'm doing this weekend. I'm getting my fly tying shit out. I've been inspired. Attaboy. Attaboy. Yeah. Nothing like tying up some San Juan worms for your box, dude. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't even fish those, dude. I peg them, man. I fucking I know. I peg that chenille. I don't fucking around no sand on worms. They just, I don't know. I'm sure they work for some people along with the Pat's rubber legs, but they just, <laughs> they just don't have any life to them. You know, I mean, when you, when you wrap chenille on a hard hook, it doesn't move like a worm. When I peg a piece of chenille. Up. Yeah. When I, when I wrap a piece of chenille in my line above a stinger, that shit, it's all floppy and looking like lifelike and that's what I got my carp on the other day. This mm-hmm. piece of piece of brown chenille. Dude, you put that rock worm on there, man. I, at least that's got a little bit of different iridescent colors to it that shines different and light. And they're big. So, yeah, they're big. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, well, that's fun, BJ. We look forward to seeing other fish from you. Yeah. This, this year. This year. This year. You got some pretty fish out there. <laughs> yeah, we might get out this weekend. The wife actually wants to catch a brown trout, so. There you Ooh. go. Oh, snap. Talking, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Yeah. Good. Well, well, I guess I fished second to least, and uh, I was supposed to fish in a whitefish tournament to make aware of the whitefish presence and that it's a native fish and all that but avalanche and adverse road conditions kept me from fishing in it so i just went ahead and fished everywhere instead so went out and railed a few yeah fish friday saturday sunday and monday so that was what i fished mm-hmm. nice and hopefully somebody at least read the little bit of blog that i wrote on the instagram page about keeping the fish wet in the winter i don't think anybody did but that's cool oh you wrote a blog nice dude but not a blog but a big long post oh shit. yeah that's a blop big long post big long post blop yeah (laughs) just kidding i read it very good you did not read it i did it was insightful (laughs) very insightful yeah it was yeah I totally checked for uh, spelling mistakes, thank you, BJ, at least three times, <laughs> and run-on sentences, because I seem to have a problem with run-on sentences. <laughs> run on. Period. Yeah, yeah right. period. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Period. <laughs> <laughs> have you looked up rhododendron yet? Yes, it is R-H-O-D-E-I-M. Rhododendron. Rhodium. Rodium. Yeah. yeah, that's a. Rodeo. I think you're going back to your rodeo clown days with that. Rodeo rodeo dendron. <laughs> Rhododendron. Rhododendron. All right, let's see what Scotty did. Scotty's the man. He's been hammering fish. Yeah, Damn no, it. I haven't been out recently. Bullshit. Well, I mean, not since today, earlier oh. today. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, let's see, I got headed down to New Mexico. Oh yeah. Without Steve, unfortunately. Wow. Damn it, Steve. Yeah. 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 Everybody missed you. But um on my way down, I stopped in Pueblo again. I've been hitting Pueblo quite a quite a bit and uh fished there with a couple dudes. It was blowing a gale and a little more challenging to fish, but still managed to stick a couple nice ones down there. Fished about half a day there and then drove down to New Mexico and it was <laughs> crazy driving going over uh what's it called steve mangan manga pass mangan uh the yeah. pass that goes to chama yeah i can't think of the name right yeah now. anyway it was uh i was the only crazy motherfucker out there driving so i was plowing fresh tracks in 12 inch deep snow 
there was no plows, there was no nothing, but it was gorgeous, man. It was all peaceful. There wasn't anybody else driving. I was just doing like 40 miles an hour the whole way. And then halfway down the other side of the pass, I came across a, a semi that was jackknifed. So he was blocking the entire thing. So that was fun. But got there, uh, slept in my truck uh, yeah. Thursday night in the state park. I got an air mattress, so it was nice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the nice thing about the Armada. It fits a queen queen size air mattress back there. So I was styling. But uh, yeah, we pounded fish, dude. There was, uh, I think like, what 11 12 people that ended up ended up coming we had guys from uh arizona from idaho colorado uh, of course new mexico new jersey yeah uh, i was listening to else? uh oh, crazy certain total he said there was 20 20 okay 20. well yeah i guess that was that's true because there was guys that showed up that weren't hang staying with us so yeah, yeah. in the past yeah. in case everybody wanted to know is la manja La Manja. 10,230. So it's yeah. manga in Colorado. It's like Buena Vista. <laughs> yeah, if, you say, what, man. Yeah, if you say Buena, oh yeah. God. Screw you. Plano. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I like I like Steve, Vista. dude. Oh, Steve he's a good dude, dude. is on point, dude. And uh, I'm is. so proud of him with the stuff that he's doing, man. It's so awesome. Yeah, yeah he's got the uh, IF4 coming down there to Arizona, which... Uh, ass, you know, brother. That's not not one of the hot spots for for those guys, I'm sure. So I'm sure he had to work to get them down there. But uh, his guide stuff is uh, popping off, and Matt um, Trainer, who's his partner in the guide stuff, he was fishing with us at the Juan Fishy dude for sure. Uh, super nice guy too. Uh, but everybody down there, you know how they roll. I mean, James was there. James grilled us up some burgers and dogs, and we had a shit ton of green chili and mm. but uh the fishing was pretty spectacular as it always is down there didn't see any midges but uh you know that's how it goes down there sometimes well okay there was only like five million midges i should i should qualify that <laughs> didn't see as many um yeah it's just they're thick down there and you got trout bumping all over your legs and stuff, eating the midges off your waders. It's kind of weird, but, uh, yeah, I think the, uh, the name of the game was small, um, and big, small midges and big leeches, big streamers, mm. not, not streamers, but just like dead drifted, dead drift leeches. Mm. So like bunny leech kind of thing. It, I say bunny leech, but they didn't have like a rabbit strip in them or anything. Just kind of big fluffy, you know, it's almost like, like the moss with, that has the annelids and stuff in it. So yep. they were eating that stuff, but we drifted, we floated a couple days, waited a couple days, um, and just hammered fish. I think, I think my worst day I got over 50 and most other people did pretty well you know, about the same. So, nice. uh, it's just hammer time down there. Dude, yeah. let's go back real quick. So, uh, I was also fishing, uh, leeches and midges and man, I, I, I don't know if it was effective down there for what you guys are doing, but man, we were cranking on some fish leech in the front, midge in the back at the end of your drift, just letting that thing swing. And man, mm -hmm. they were coming on to the leeches 
thinking it was a small sculpin or whatever. And they were also eating the midges thinking that they were coming up, you know, like a midget or whatever. Yeah. So did you guys do any of that or was it just dead to pick it up and shoot? Yeah. I mean, you, you do catch fish on the swing or you'll get thumped at the end of your drift a couple. I, I don't really do that unless I'm specifically targeting fish. I mean, I, I kind of spot and stock. I mean, it's, uh, there's some deeper runs that I'll fish, but I try to keep, I try to keep my drift right in front of me. Cause if I don't have to hammer them on the swing, I don't just because getting them to the net isn't as easy. Uh, you don't get as good a hook set. It, if I can fish them right in front of me, if I can bang fish right in front of me without swinging it, that's kind of how I prefer to fish. Um, and the way I work the water down there, like when I'm on foot on some of the bigger runs, I know it's, you know, a lot of people will fish, like work their way upstream, figuring that, you know, the fish aren't going to be, if you're downstream throwing up, you, you get the fish that are in the back end of the run. You're not spooking the fish that are in the top of the run and you can kind of work your way upstream. I sort of attack the San Juan, the opposite of that. I mean, I'll, I'll spot fish that are nose into the riffle or pushed up into the riffle and I'll move those fish. And you just don't spook the other fish out. You'll fight a fish down through a bunch of other fish. They move out of the way and just keep eating. So it's like, Hmm. uh, but I was hammering big fish in the tail outs. That's one spot that I really kind of picked up a lot of really nice fish was, you know, people be fishing the obvious seams up high in the, just out, just under the riffle. And I'd go hang back in the really slack, slow water right at the tail out and, and was, hanging some pretty nice fish uh back in the tail were they mostly eating the the leeches swinging through i mean coming through there or were they eating in the tail out you know i probably caught i'd say i caught about 50 percent of my fish on a on a pegged chenille worm and probably another 30 percent on midges and then the rest were kind of a mixed bag of of uh BWOs or betas and and the leeches but uh yeah I, I, the fish that I was catching in the tail out were were mostly on the midges and uh and the worm I got you yeah man I, I miss that sight fishing man you do not see any fish here you see yeah. zero and it the water was a little off man. color but you, you know those those fish you get that big red band down the side of them a lot of them are yeah. pretty a little bit easier to spot than others some of them are just you know it's just kind of a color variation in the water you can just sort of see there's a little bit of it's a little more gray in that spot but you know the visibility in that water once it's more than like three or four feet deep you're not seeing all the way to the bottom it's just kind of an off greenish color um but you know those you know those fish are in there yeah dude that's cool man that's cool. yeah yeah well i'm glad you guys hammered on him it looks like it was a fun trip man yeah, long drive definitely long drive. yeah it's not bad <laughs> it's like six hours i mean with all the snow it took me about seven seven and a half hours on the way down there but at least you didn't hit no bad. elk not this time yeah, and that's a really. I mean, if you go during the day, that's a really scenic drive, and it's it's beautiful back in there. Yeah, well, and the thing was too driving down there at night. I mean, I was going slow because even once I got down into New Mexico, 
driving through the desert, it was just this nasty, slushy mess on the highways. And they had they had plowed it, but basically all they did plowing it was turned the whole thing into a sheet of ice with like patches of heavy, wet slush. So it, I mean, I was doing like 40, 45 miles an hour the whole way down there. So I wasn't really worried about elk. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's got, Don't spin out. Don't spin yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's starting to get late. Man, I swear, you know, that ro- I think it's uh, 529 that drops down to the dam uh, from the south side of the dam. That's really, really windy, steep. And it was nasty. It was nasty. Dude. That's Dude, that's good. one crazy thing though. You drive out there, you pull out of, you get to the bottom of that, and you start driving out across that that road across the top of the dam in the dark. And there's no guardrails, there's no nothing. It's just a strip of pavement across the top of the dam with a yellow line in the middle of it, and just abyss off of either side. It's like, <laughs> man, <laughs> it's crazy. You don't know if it drops a a thousand feet or what. It's just black. Yep. Man, I cannot wait until you guys come out here, man. I, I just cannot wait. I want to show you this spot that I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, if you go off, you're dead. There's, there's no other, you're dead. You're dead. I mean, the will's filled out and uh, your wife's collecting insurance money. You're dead. That's all that there is. Yeah, well, I'm worth more more dead than alive these days. Yeah, I'm me so, too, man. so well insured. So Yeah, so is my <laughs> wife. <big> day. <laughs> Anyway, cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah then I went uh, chasing some carp today. Um, I didn't get any, but Dan got a carp and a couple sucker fish, and I spooked a few. That's Saw all right. a few. Didn't I, get into any. So I uh, I took today off because it's just <laughs> fucking snowed every single day since last <laughs> Thursday. I'm just done. Yeah, it was cold. It was definitely cold down at the one. I, you know, it was uh, it was snowing like blowing sideways pretty much every day. But you know, most of the day it was they were you know it wasn't too bad. The wind would pick up and it would just get unbearable. I mean, you, I'm sure you've seen most of the pictures. All you can see is my sunglasses on, BJ, That'll and work. my and my nose because everything else is covered because man that wind just cuts right through you but as i swear man when the wind would stop blowing for a minute i'd be like god i could be fishing out here in a freaking hoodie you know (laughs) so that That means for us normal people that's like 10 degrees yeah Yeah. (laughs) that wind is a game changer man you gotta keep that wind out uh dude i just want the sun man i just need the sun need the sun yeah 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 but yeah, we stayed at the uh, Octagon down there. I don't know if you've heard of that one. It's uh, they've got like three bedrooms and uh, kitchen and living room and a big nice big deck and a grill and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty much everything you need. And they, each of the three bedrooms in there has three beds in the, in each bedroom. So there's mm-hmm. nine beds in there. And then uh, I think the couch mm-hmm. is a fold out if you if you need more than that. But it's like three hundred bucks a night. You split that up nine ways, dude. It's cheap. So it's very, uh, very yeah. friendly on the wallet. Yeah, and they're they're really nice people too. And you know they they know that you're down there to fish, so they're not like, oh, checking times eleven. You got to get here. Blah blah blah. They'll just like, okay, doors unlocked, keys are on the counter. Come whenever you want, kind of thing. So they know the game. 
Yep. That's cool, nice. dude. That's damn cool. <laughs> Scott, so you, are you coming up here to Idaho to steelhead fish, or, or is that one out? I don't think that's going to happen. I start mm. the uh, I start the new job next week, so. <clears throat> mm. Yep, yep. That's I'll be dude. a weekend warrior here for a while. Good. Maybe you can drag Steve's ass around with you. Ah, you got it. Steve's mm-hmm. like, no, <laughs> he ain't doing yeah. nothing. No, week, week weekend, like you- dude. Weekends, I can I can get away sometimes. Weekdays are going to be easier. Wait, oh. wait, wait. Weekdays Damn. are easier to get away. Oh yeah, yeah. Ten times easier, dude. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, because the wife thinks he's at work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Busted. And the time changes in less than two and a half weeks, so Just we'll be kidding, pumping Timmy. up. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't come soon enough. Okay. I hear here's, that. BJ. Here's a little. Here's a little update. That is the stupidest thing ever. They need to just shit can that freaking daylight saving <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, garbage. Update: We are currently at fourteen percent on the battery. Oh, oh my god, man! Yeah. So yeah. much pressure. 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 All talk right. faster. Talk well, faster. All right. Well, be uh, Steve. What what questions you got today? Um, I don't know. You want to start with one of the any anything that you would? Uh, yeah, I think we ought to earlier? piggyback off of what uh, Scott is saying, and uh, so I have from K R Harris off Instagram. Drift boat fishing, casting tangles Got and it. techniques. Yeah. So Scott coming fresh off a drift boat. Mm. What would you say is the number one key? Well, specifically about tangles and stuff. Well, I think she's, or, I think they're just talking about etiquette. Uh, fishing in the boat, fishing yeah, in the front or yeah. fishing in the back. What is what? Yeah, I think, uh, well, I mean, it depends on who you're fishing with. And, you know, I always try to offer to row um, for part of the day, too. And, you know, make sure that the guy who's spending the day rowing with you gets to fish. But, uh, you know, we had, we rowed a couple of different days on the San Juan. And, you know, the dudes down there everybody we fished with are super fishy. I mean, we didn't have any like tangles because one guy's casting and the other guy's back casting and like what, all that kind of stuff that can happen. But, uh, we didn't have any of that kind of stuff going on, but you know, the thing is on some rivers, if you're on the front of the boat, you got to make sure you stay out ahead of the boat so that your stuff's yes. not just drifting back into, you know, the water that the guy in the back of the boat's trying to fish. And, the one thing I do when I'm on the front of the boat is I see good water coming up. I, I don't hit it. Like I'll wait, I'll let the guy in the back of the boat get the first crack at it more often than not, you know? Uh, or if there's something coming up on, on either side, I'll say, if I'm in the front, I'll say, Hey man, you want the right or the left? And if you can reach both of them, then I'll just take whatever. Cause you're always going to have the advantage when you're in the front of the boat. Um, so I try to, you know, equalize that as much as I can by, by giving the guy in the back, you know, first crack at good water and stuff. And then, you know, if you're going to get out and wade fish or whatever, let them jump in the front, just kind of switch it up a little bit. Um, but honestly, dude, I just really prefer to fish on foot. I really do. Mm Um, I mean, the, the days that we floated, the days that I wade fished, I probably caught 20 to 30 more fish than the days that I floated. It's right. just, 
it's just not my game, you know? All right. I understand that. I understand that. And, you know, uh, up here, I mean, we can do, luckily we can do both where Colorado, where you guys are at, it seems like it's mostly wade fishing. I mean, I, I did some drift trips, you know, on the Colorado and the roaring fork and stuff like that. But 95% of the time I was wade fishing and you can really work that water over wade fishing, you know? Mm -hmm. but, But what my rule of thumb is, is, Unfortunately, I never seem to be in the front of the boat. I'm always in the back. <laughs> but I've, I'm with you, Scott. I'm like, the guy in the front needs to fish in front of the boat. And where the oars are, that's your cutoff if you're in the front. Because if you're in the back, I'm casting to the oars and working the water from back there. The guy that seems to be throwing streamers, always in the back. Always banging the banks. Uh, you know, giving that, especially if you're casting to river right, you're able to get away from the guide in the middle and swinging over top of uh, the the guide and the guy in the front because that's when you get everything tangled up. So uh, if you're throwing streamers, back of the boat. Uh, if uh, you're fishing in the front, the oars are the, the drop-off. After that, don't be trying to drift back up into – you know, the guy in the back, cause you can't get a good man by that time. It's already, it's just swinging up and your, your drift's done, especially if you're nymph fishing and dry fly fishing. So, well, then you're going to, you're going to set. And if it's mm-hmm. not a fish, you're going to throw all your shit right in the yep. guy in the back. Yep. And then knock them out of the boat and then the beer spills <laughs> and then people get fucking pissed. So. Then there's a yeah. fist fight. Yeah. And then, then everybody's pissed. And so, well, the other thing too, like the San Juan specifically, and I'm sure it applies to other rivers too. You know, when we've, when I've fished the, the Roaring Fork, um, you know, you're fishing while you're floating, you're banging yep. the water, banging the water, you're moving pretty fast. Uh, so the boat is going the same speed as, as your bugs and you're just, lifting it up and slapping it back in there and getting keeping those bugs in the water as long as you can but on the san juan especially with the flows what they are right now you're it's super 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 slow so you're just kind of like they you back row or you just sit in one spot and you're both basically like fishing where you're casting upstream and you're drifting downstream and the boat's not really going anywhere. So that's totally different. I mean, you're not going to just throw it in front of the boat. Uh, you're going to, you're, you're basically like you're fishing on foot, but you're fishing right. from, from the boat. So, you know, that obviously is a little bit different. Yeah. That's a, I've never d- done it. Uh, Cause I hear the Texas hole. You guys just go round and round and round. Well, yeah, a lot of people do, but we weren't really doing that. We, uh. we kind of fished the bottom end of Texas hole uh, and hung out down there for a little bit and then, then headed downstream. But we, we weren't really doing the laps like a lot of the dudes do. Man, I, I see the – for me, dude, I think the number one thing that guys do, especially if they're dry fly fishing and nymphing, man, they, they like to – whether in the front or the back, they'll shoot that rod, that cast out, and then they'll pop that mend in there, and then they just leave it. And then they're just like, oh, man, my mend's up. Let me just pick it up and shoot it again. Man, that mm-hmm. is that is not a, a good technique. Once you put that indicator or those dry flies in there – in the water, the more you move that indicator, the more those flies get adjusted around. Man, just keep that mend going, keeping it going up or down river. Keep those flies in the water. The longer the flies are in the water, the more they're going to get eight. The more you pick it up, boom, it's just going to be down. You know, so <laughs> Scott's giving me the thumbs up. So maybe I'm talking the right way. 
<laughs> Keep the flies in the water. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Pop yeah. That man. You're not yes, catching fish water. if you're shitting in the water. Yeah, dude. I see guys, they'll, they'll cast out and they'll let it drift down a few couple of feet. And then they're like, pick it up and shoot it again. They want to get closer to the bank or whatever. <laughs> man, keep it in the water. Keep that mend going. Keep it going. As long as you can keep it in the water, you're going to hang a fish, you know? And so that's just me. So, yeah. BJ, what do you think fishing out of a boat? Uh, We don't do that here. Too oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, I did too. That's why I asked him. <laughs> Poor BJ. BJ. Hell no, I'd rather be on foot. So, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree too. But I, I think that my days of uh, on foot are going to be starting to be limited. Yeah. Well, the other, the other challenge to fishing in a boat is, you know. Yeah, you get somebody that's really good on the sticks and they keep the boat in the right position and you kind of, you know, you're in the right spot to put the shit where you want it. But you don't know, like I, I get frustrated because I'll, I'll be looking at a, a water that's coming up and I'm like, okay, I want to put that here and I want to fish this and do whatever. And just as I get my shit out there and throw them in, the guy cranks the oar and kicks the boat over and now i'm like throwing line out of the boat trying to keep my shit on the same line and i'm like oh fuck it you know because i didn't know he was going to do that right so it's there's a disconnect there uh and it's and it can be a little frustrating when it's like you're trying to fish a certain way and and the guy you're not really in sync with the guy on the sticks and you know so for me it's like when i walk up to a spot I read the water, I observe fish, what they're doing, and I know exactly what my approach is going to be. I know exactly where I need to stand, you know, to do what I want to do. And I know, okay, I'm going to start here. I'm going to fish it this way. I'm going to work up to this spot. I'm going to fish it like that. And there's just no doubt because, you know, I'm the only one involved in that equation. So that that's, you know, just kind of another reason why I like to, I like to fish on foot, but I like fishing out of boats too. I mean, it's fun. It's just different. Yeah, it's just different. It's like a big I agree. Yeah. yeah, especially if you ain't got a row. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, all right. Well, let's do a question that BJ can actually get involved with, seeing mm-hmm. how he's here. So we let's well let's talk there. about the uh, stock trout hate. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, just real quick, BJ. The the last day that I floated on the wand, the dude in the back of the boat was doing whatever that shit is that you do, where they got the different colored like leader and, and <laughs> no indicator. And you just like throw your shit on the bottom and drag it. Yeah. What's that called? Uh, I think it's the trendy terminology for it. Today. Yeah. He was, he was, uh, yeah, yeah, he was same. doing that. Yeah, yeah. You know how, you know how, uh, how, how our numbers compared how? With me me fishing an indicator rig and him doing that. Tell. He fucking slayed it, dude. He was <laughs> yeah. hammering fish. I'm not kidding, dude. He was absolutely hammering fish. I mean, it was like I'm I'm going there throwing a man going, okay, I'm gonna get this good drift. And he's like, Hey, there's another one. Hey, there's another one. Hey. And I'm like, God damn, son. Is yeah, that Shannon? No, that was uh that was uh Dennis. Okay. Yeah, he was he was pounding fish back there. 
And I don't know what he had back there. He had a freaking ugly stick or something because he got hung up. He got hung up and started like reefing on it. And he had that rod bent to where the tip was almost touching the cork. And I'm just going, dude, you're going to break your rod. And all of a sudden, this root ball comes up off the bottom of the river. And I'm going, uh, I turned around and go, dude, are you harvesting old growth back there? What the fuck, man? I thought that rod was going to snap into eight pieces. And he just yarded that thing up off the bottom like it was nothing. I'm like, that's impressive shit there. Uh, Those are some good knots. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that that technique, I don't I don't fish it, I don't know it, uh, but he just hammered fish the whole time, dude. In deep water, shallow water, whatever. It was awesome. Hell yes. Well, I mean, it goes to what, what you've said before, right? You're often one split shot from having a great day. Like you're putting that fly right on the bottom and keeping it there. You know it's mm-hmm. on the bottom. There's no yep. guesswork in it. So you feel every single rock that that fly hits the entire time you're drifting through there. So hmm. half the battle is getting your fly to the bottom, right? Yeah, I might yeah. I might have to give that a shot, man. That was pretty cool to watch. Well, my new rod will be here Friday. So. Ooh, what'd you buy? Nothing. I had that graze that broke, and I sent it in for warranty, and they don't uh, have – pieces for it anymore so i'm actually getting a fenwick world class oh that's right that's, ah, right. that's all right yeah, so nice bro. yeah their customer service was actually really really good so um uh so sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you you were talking about that's hate. okay yeah, yeah don't interrupt the hate fish. don't interrupt the hate um no hate for stocked fish but wild trout are definitely superior just gonna say that. Ooh. What about what, what about native fish? Are they superior than wild? They, fish? they are at the very top of the food chain. Yes. For me. So the suckers and then and the white yeah. fish, the suckers and the, and the white fish. <laughs> what about a native wild fish? Suckers what? and white fish. Yeah, and bull trout. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a few species of cutthroat. Yep, and brookies. Southern, Southern Appalachians. They, those are wild. I mean, those are native brook trout. Mm-hmm. And up in Maine. Mm-hmm. Mm. They are. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to so take, what, I'm gonna yeah, have to taste one there to say yes or no on that. Yeah. Char. That's, that's, look it up. Write it down. Take a picture. <laughs> those are char. char. Good. Here's so what I'll tell you. Let me hear it. That little uh, five-inch brook trout that I caught this weekend brings – this is personal opinion – Brings me more satisfaction than the twenty whatever inch stocked rainbow I caught a month and a half ago. Just I hear that. that. That fish was born and bred in that stream, and its gene pool lives right there in that stream. And you know, and the odds of that fish even existing are almost zero. Yes, I mean just just everything that that fish had to go through to survive and do whatever. It's not raised in a concrete pen and then dumped in the river <laughs> when it's already big enough to survive. <laughs> okay. I totally hear All you, right. man. So, uh, BJ, is most of your fishing there? Is it uh, for stocked fish or is it for wild fish like that? Well, me personally, or or. Uh, the Total. general public. General public. Yeah, I would say the general public is extremely, and it's a good thing, is extremely unaware of the amount of wild trout 
uh, not too, too far from where I live. So it is a lot of follow the stock truck mentality. Mm. You know, we, we have opening day at the end of April and you'll see tents along the stream and I'll be, I might go out this year. I'll, I'll post up some pictures on the Instagram page. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's spectacular. So what they do here is actually March 1st, any stock stream that's not, you know, we harvest artificial unleashed streams that are catch and release most of the year. Anything that's not that but is stock, you can't fish that stream from March first till opening day, which is I think April twenty fifth this year, something like that. What, wait, 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 wait. Why? Why? Because they're spawning, or I don't understand. Why would they stop it? Uh, because well, what happened? What used to happen would be. They would stock the streams like two weeks before opening day. Now they start oh. stocking the beginning of March, and it actually it's better because the fish get to spread out in the stream. You're not walking up to a hole and there's 60 trout sitting in a freaking hole, and you just yank them out by the ass, right? Ah, so, I see. It let, with it, a path rubber it, leg. With <laughs> a path rubber leg. No, no, this is with a freaking <laughs> minnow on a treble hook out here. So. Oh, yeah, even better. <laughs> Minners. Minners. Mm. Minners are always yeah. good. <laughs> you got to put the minner on there, and then and then you you got to top it with a piece of nightcrawler. No, actually, yeah. I think they call them minis out there, don't they? No, sure. Uh, no. Yeah, you, some people. Yeah, do. Some people do. from Tennessee do when they're out. No, no, no. I've I've heard people <laughs> shiners. Uh, Virginia call them minis yeah. instead of minnows. Mini. They call them minis shiners. Yeah. Well, a shiner's a different thing. A shiner is a, a different type of fish. Yeah, you go out and catch pike on shiners. Yeah, Man. and bass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pikey shiners. Mm-hmm. And then we have a pike minnow, so who knows what that is? I don't know. I've never caught one. A pike minnow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a vicious minnow is what it is. So yeah. what do you think about uh, the stocked fish, BJ? Um, because I fished in Pennsylvania a couple of times, and uh, there's a lot of, uh, quote, clubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I had a blast fishing them. They were absolutely beautiful, fun, big fish. Is that a frowned on thing there, or is that a not a f- – what is it? Uh, I think it depends on who you talk to. The, the problem I personally have is when – you know, there's a brook trout stream that, that has a native population in it that the state stocks over top of. I, that bothers me from a personal level. Like, let those wild fish have that stream. Don't don't. What are they stocking on top of them? Like rainbows? Um, nah, usually it's it's browns, which I've mm. seen browns and brookies coexist in the same stretch of water pretty well, actually. But mm-hmm. still, it's like, you know, let that native or the wild population kind of have that stretch of water. You know, I mean, we got there's other streams that, that uh, you know, maybe the bottom half will be stocked, but the top half's all wild fish. And that's OK. You know, it, it's kind of section. That's how you get wild. Nat- that's how you get the wild native tiger trout, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tigers. Well, apparently Tiger. the thing in Montana these days is a bull trout slash brook trout hybrid in the wild. Mm. Um, mm. A bull brook. Yeah, because that's pretty funny because a bull trout will eat the living piss out of a bull <laughs> uh, brook trout. That's what I say. Hey, not if it's well, I bet, I mean, right? I was maybe only say, maybe. after it's done. 
<laughs> sex is sex. I mean, hey, baby, you know what's up? Uh, it's like the it's Black Widow of Trout. Yeah. <laughs> Praying manis. <laughs> we will spawn, and then I will kill you. And then I eat you. And then I will eat your yeah. face. Yeah. yeah huh. Eat the eggs, eat the fish, whatever. <laughs> Gulp it all up. I mean, they're both char, right? Aren't bull trout yeah, char, yeah. too? Yeah. No, I don't one think so. massive bull trout just like. Yeah, bull courting, trout or char? Courting female brook trout. Are you sure? Just chomping them. Bull so. trout or char? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're sure they're related yeah, they're the to char. the dollies and the yeah, yeah. those guys, the Arctic chars. Yeah, they are. Now yeah. you say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now That's you why say I that. said it. I've never caught one, so I have no idea. <laughs> Although, evidently, they swim in every bit of the water I fish in, and I've never caught one. Yeah, you're not getting down far enough to catch one. That's why they call them bull trout because they're bullshit. (laughs) I know they're bullshit. They ain't in there. Bull trout are threatened species. They are. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Yes, yes, they are. They are definitely a char. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go out to Washington and catch some sea run bulls. Mm. Yeah, they're also known as. I, 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 they, how come the Dolly Varden don't look like the bull trout that strong oh, like bull? They, they they don't look. That's like because it. every time you look at a picture of a Dolly Varden, it's in its all spawning colors and stuff. Mm, yeah. yeah, they're pretty. Probably they're so. pretty, man. Plus the diet's yeah, a little like different. It was plus what the diet. Oh yeah, because these are definitely not sea run things. Where Dolly Varden or anyway, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're at four yeah. percent. Let's do this. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, there is one thing that I want to say something about. Um, we all know him. Um, so one of our friends, Joseph Garcia, you guys know him. He fishes in the mile high 25 with us. Uh, he is in the hospital. So I would like Steve to post up a link to his, um, his, uh, uh, what do you call that? GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Yeah, GoFundMe uh-huh. on the podcast. So I'm going to send it to you. And if anybody wants to help him out, and his heart is not doing too good. so Yeah, he's looking for anyway, a new one. He is definitely looking for a new one. And um, I will also give uh, Dom, I'll give you his info and see if we can do the auction on there too. So at least a link to that. What do yep. you think of that? Steven? Yeah, okay. so there's a um, – Dom had a post with – what do they call it? Like one of those uh, boards where you pick the numbers and all that shit. Oh yeah, the lottery uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had one where you buy you buy squares, and there was a bunch of stuff that people had donated. Um, I'll mm-hmm. share I'll share the link to that post as well. I think it was like okay. five bucks five bucks a square. He's trying to raise a thousand bucks there. Um, I think somebody won something and like donated it back, so that's cool. Um, so we're yeah, just trying to spread the word and get yeah. some money get some money to help with medical bills and help uh help his family get get through this as well yeah and joseph's a good dude man fishy oh, totally. fishy dude man the fishy best. dude so and uh it's awesome that dominique's trying to help him out so you guys look forward on that on the on our links and stuff like that you guys can check it all out and see what we can do and i think that his joseph's parents want to say, uh, share the podcast and all the links and everything as well too so you guys be on a lookout for that. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, just get send me the links and we'll just uh, post them up when we post the episode. Okay. Sounds like a winner. And bam, Sweet. it'll be up. All right. Well, you guys got anything else? Nice and short tonight, people. Sorry about that. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's all right. Scott, go keep begging those fish, baby. The you got it. What fly. about our uh, other sponsor? Yes. Yeah, don't yeah. forget about that. I think we got three three percent battery enough to plug one more. <laughs> oh yeah, Who's damn running? rookies running this show, this show here. Oh BJ's back. BJ can do it. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. I don't think I can't find it. Oh Jesus! Well, I was <laughs> well. I was in the is Google there a, Docs is there a pre-printed thing? Hey, I'll um, just ad lib that shit. Let's go. go. True fly. Go. <laughs> True Fly Supply. So, uh, True Fly Supply, it's uh, a monthly subscription, and you can do their Dollar Fly Club, or you can do like the $25, which is gives you a certain number of credits. Uh, the big differentiator with those guys is they have, uh, what do they call them, the airdrops. Uh, monthly airdrops you're it's more uh a la carte you can build your own box so you get credits rather than just getting a box of random stuff that you may or may not need so you can use those credits for flies for leaders for tippets for you know uh fly traps floating split shot whatever stickers Rob really is a big fan of the the breath mints. Uh, I love so, them. Give me the breath yeah. mints. So True Fly Supply, um, yeah, they're they're it's a it's a really cool deal. I mean, I I've, yeah. I've gotten a box. I've got to sign up for it still, but um, yeah, go check it out. TrueFlySupply.com. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're all over the place. Yeah. Yes, P- I love it, dude. P Y O B. Pick your own box. Pick your mm. own box. Yeah. They also have a pretty good online presence. I've seen Brandon uh, doing some online tying videos and some kind of Facebook Live stuff. Yeah. Um, doing some uh, tarpon flies and what what not. So I saw yeah. that the other day. Yeah, Brandon was out. wearing a poncho. I was like, hell yeah, Brandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like do it. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a blanket like he was at a Mexican flea market. <laughs> What are those things? What are those things called? Poncho. poncho. Is it a poncho? Yeah, or a sarape. Oh. Sorry, that's what I was thinking, a sarape. And a sombrero, just go. for good measure. Come on, BJ, spit it out. You put that micro in your face five times. Let's go. I got nothing. Oh. Oh. You were just going to share that? Well, that's what I fucking get for sticking up for you. Yeah. Good night, BJ. <laughs> yeah, it is way past my bedtime. Yeah, it's 10-10. We're at 2%. So uh, peace out, everybody. All right. Another one in the book.